Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. Episode 11. 11. Are you ready? More than ready. Let's get into it. Yes. Hey, Dr. Tom. Hello. Tell me about your week. Catch me up. Uh, busy, but not unpleasant. Yep. Yeah. Having a nice quiet weekend now. Focusing on my second job, my, my, my journalism job, you know. What's that? This, this podcasting. This? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Seems like you're still getting your flow. <laughs> Just trying to find your rhythm in You it. wouldn't call me professional? Professional? <laughs> so first of all, um, so last week we gave our shout out to Le Malavaca, but his name is Colin, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> so, hi, Colin. <laughs> it's good to put a name to Le one, Malavaca isn't it? Malavaca is so exotic. Yeah, so Le like Malavaca. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you ever do drag, Colin, yeah. Le Malavaca, you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the station, incomparable Miss Le, Le Malavaca. Malavaca. Hey, we probably just birthed the drag queen overseas, if not. Absolutely. If you need help coming up with names, please come to us. Oh, we've got a few up our sleeve, haven't we? I've got Karen. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. Do you think that'll be a cool name? I think Coronavirus. It it's topical. It's irreverent. <laughs> it's relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think she'll be quite toxic though. Oh, she'd be a toxic Slipping presence. Under. Well, you know, one... Unfortunately, there won't be many people coming to her shows because of quarantine. Well, no one. Everyone's doing digital shows. You could be the first. Well, you could be birthed into the digital drag scene. So, Charlie, Charlie, thank you for, you know, we always the want to shout Charlie. out to people that give us reviews. Yeah. There's Charlie. Well, it's Charlie Xing too. You know, they're probably named, her name's probably like Samantha <laughs> or something. But her username's Charlie and she gave us the loveliest, kindest review, didn't she? And, yes. gave, you know, she works in mental health, as do I. So oh. I feel a sense of kinship. Twins. She's She's uh, one of my people. Um, and she said very lovely that we... She, he, we, we don't know. Oh, could, we, could be. We, we can't pronoun, but we're going to no. go with Charlie. Um, Charlie is doing night feeds with her little one at the moment. On, on She said mat leave, actually, so she's definitely a lady. Oh. <laughs> um, and we, we sometimes keep her company during those night feeds. That, that's a really lovely thought. But the thing is, when I'm at the gym... When I go to the gym, but this was before this whole coronavirus. Do you remember life when we were allowed to go out and exercise with other people close by What's in the vicinity? Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be something like that, isn't it? Anyway, when I was at the gym, yeah. I used to put on a podcast, and uh-huh. it made it made me feel like someone was having a, a, a kiki, or I, I was eavesdropping on a conversation, and I wasn't bored. Uh-huh. And I hope that's what you're hearing. I want you to know. Um, we want to say hi. She's probably named her child after us. Is that the next? Is that the next review comment you're gonna like, send us? Like Charlie? A, a combination of the two, some sort of combination of Tom and Paolo, yeah. so like Taolo. Pom? Was, that was a fail. Pom? That was, Pom. I like Pom. <laughs> <laughs> Pom. Anyway, um, thank you for the review. So, really lovely weeks. and really kind. Thank of you course. so much. Yes, we always mm. love it. We always love it. Um, so, please keep them coming. There's also another podcast, friends, that we have, Vanity Talk. Uh, please check them out if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to. Um, they freak, they're telling us about... Um, because I tell them what well, it's not that I tell them people can hear that you're because you have a nice uh, G&T or wine and progressively during the podcast you you lose your eloquence and your who, tongue starts who to said let, that oh I said it sorry <laughs> I, I was <laughs> trying to trying to blame it on Vanity Talk did, podcast did you, see, did you see like the, the rage descend <laughs> like a curtain then okay I'm just using them as an excuse stop it okay <laughs> it's ironic that we're caught spilling the G&T when 
you don't waste the drop, do you? No. <laughs> if it's spilt, it's it yeah, prompting. It's licked right back up, okay? We do not <laughs> spill any... We don't waste anything. The other irony being you're actually drink-free at the moment and have been yes. for several weeks, which is don't a massive say achievement. That. Well, yeah, I... Well, the thing is, I went on a... um cleansing since january Mm -hmm. and i I removed alcohol it was only supposed to be a 10 week challenge and i was doing well and the thing is on the 10th week they did the lockdown Mm -hmm. so then i was like really like i was looking forward to going out for a nice dinner having a nice cocktail having a nice drink and then they're like everything's closed and i'm like oh okay and i just think it's sad to have a have my first drink after 10 weeks at home so you're looking forward to when Clock down. Lockdown is lifted. The first cocktail will taste so sweet. Well, I, I was really looking forward to it. Now I'm just like, there. Oh, keep smiling. <laughs> keep shining. <laughs> and while, <laughs> no, when you. <laughs> well, Paolo is cleansed and virtuous. I'm dirty as you like. Anyway, the the second, and I and I say this, the second the lockdown is over, mm. or a restaurant that we like is open, we're going straight there. I am before the entrees. It's going to be this. It's going to be a gin tea. It's going to be a strawberry decory. It's going to be a. Tequila sunrise. It's going to be every single thing that I can think of, and then I'll eat if I'm hungry. What's dinner without an aperitif? You know, that's it. Um, I've also, and I'm at the stage of quarantine now. Like I've obviously done the exercising. Um, because what else is there to do? Paolo and is a keen exerciser. 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 Yeah. Let yeah. it be written. Let it be written. <laughs> um, I've now moved on to the baking. Now <laughs> you can't see this, but I'm holding. What was supposed to be a strawberry cupcake in my hand. <laughs> and it ended up being a Chinese fighting concrete muffin cupcake. <laughs> and it's actually quite dangerous. I like, if I threw this at you, you would get injured. I would not survive. It is so. It's, in fact, it's, I'm surprised you can pick it up. It's, it's very like, dense. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you, did you hear that? It's, oh. it's so hard. I, I can't even bite it. I had it for breakfast, more like breakfast. It was like so hard. I couldn't get into <laughs> like it. That. Like it was real. <laughs> so I've tried to move on to that part, the baking part of quarantining. I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's for me. I, mean, I can't cook. I burn soup. You know that. No, that's not true. You that's can, very you can, true. You can whip up a, a And nice you're not recipe. looking at what I'm holding in my hand. I mean, for our viewers back, you could probably hear that the sound's quite distorted at the moment because of the gravity warp that has been created <laughs> around a super dense um, cupcake. Yes. Gosh, you um, need a saw to get through that. I'll make those golden cupcakes soon. Yep. You like those? Yep. Your quarantine's going well then? I like again coming back to it obviously many many people are struggling during quarantine um many people have either been unwell loved ones are unwell um you know finances are hit hard it's a really stressful time for a lot of people and I think you know it is harder to access mental health services at the moment unfortunately a lot of contact is is not face to face unless it's a super emergency but um I count myself as one of the fortunate ones things are going okay for me and I don't mean that sounds smug I just, what I just privilege myself, i know what privilege. what privilege i just count myself as fortunate but my thoughts go out to the people who are struggling because it is taking its toll on a lot of people's mental health i mean i always hope that this podcast gives people a break from there you can listen in on us you can escape into another world hear our yeah. opinions and i really do want to make it feel like people are in this podcast studio with us yeah that's what i want i, I really like that thought you know like charlie's message this week Makes me happy. Be, being with other people yeah. and kind of like, you know, 
um, being a little little ray of sunshine hopefully exactly and Colin was like you know we put a smile to his face we mentioned him mm. and I love that I love that so please you know what please tell a friend please uh, recommend our podcast just please spread, get out spread there spread the joy spread the guys <laughs> we are the cure to Karen O'Virus okay I want let it be written we are the cure for We're, this you're cancelling Karen O'Virus <laughs> no we don't believe in cancel culture we said that before no Let's get into let's first of all before we get into the next episode, which of course we haven't yet uh watched mm-hmm. yet. Um yep. let's get into last week where we were catching up from. So last week mm-hmm. we had the what challenge was it? It was the um makeover challenge. The makeover challenge. The, as we said, one of the most consistent challenges happens every season. Um we saw a very rare double chante. Yeah. Now I've not calculated this, but off the top of our heads, who are the other previous double chantes? Because it is a rare thing. Eureka and Cameron. That is true. I think of um is it Yara Sophia yep. and Carmen. I think y- they were the first double chante. Yep. Yeah. Uh I think of uh Evie Oddly and Brooke. Oh, that was an amazing Sir du Soleil and um, Alyssa and Roxy which is probably my favourite double chante because it was actually an amazing lip sync to whip my hair but also the iconic and I don't use that word lightly um, left at a best stop moment which may or may not have been you know, we escape here but we get to choose Obviously, our family Roxy was feeling it but the moment was very carefully chosen and I love Roxy for that yeah <laughs> so th- these are the are, th- are there any more that we're missing out could be. They're the ones I can think of off the top of my head. They're a real rarity. They don't even happen every season. Oh, hang on. Darian and Dela. Yeah. You know, we can't miss anything because, you know, B and Nick is going to be yeah. like, uh, they, got, they are going to WhatsApp the, the group sir. chat. They're going to be like, hey, sir, <laughs> you missed this, 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 this. We have yeah. to get our facts. we, we got to fact check our stuff. What do you think motivates a double chante? Is it always because the lip sync merited it? No. Can I... Can I go? No, that's not because when I think of double chantes that should have happened, I think about Coco Montrese versus Alyssa. Oh, how and so, like, so and when I com- versus Morgan. Yeah, when I compare those to the double chante that was last week, it wasn't deserved. This sh- it should not have been. You know, it should not have been a double chante because I think last week I was like, yeah, 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 it was good. It, it could have mm. gone either way, and it, it really could have gone either way depending on which one you appreciate more. Did you want to embrace the comedic one, or did you want to see a true disco diva? Because yeah. they're both something very, very different, and it's really hard to put up two different styles of performances categories up against each other and then mark them equally. That for me is yeah. quite difficult. So she could have chosen any people would have been happy. Double chante, okay. But when I compare it to the double chantes in the past and mm. And lip syncs that weren't double chantes they should have. I, I say that it definitely was not. It should not have been a double chante. Latrice and Dida. Latrice and Dida. Yeah, that was another good one that as well. That could have been a double chante very easily. So I think I think you're entirely right. There's a handful. No, some of those five we mentioned. There may be more. Some of them were because the the quality of lips. Like the the Brooke versus Evie one, they really were equally matched. I don't think you could call that. But also they were both top tier queens of the season and they weren't ready to send either of them home. So it's good for the producers that they, they did such a good job. I think if you think of, um, maybe, well, I think maybe this example we've, we've kind of mentioned maybe Jackie's getting a little push. Yeah. Is she, is she getting a little push? Is she getting a little nudge? She's definitely doing something right. 
Yeah. Not on screen. <laughs> she's oh, um, she's the, pushing someone's buttons. The least said the better there, sir. Um I'm I'm just wondering what is it? What is it? What is it that you see that we haven't seen yet that you think they're checking? Because like at this stage of the competition, episode eleven, if you haven't won a challenge by now, you're literally just like on death row. You're literally just waiting to go. Like I can't I don't think there's any way that Crystal or Heidi, even though Heidi's won, the Crystal or Jackie can win. You can't win the competition now because it's it's episode eleven. You haven't won anything. It's too late. It's too, too late. I mean, it could be a Sasha versus Sele Kule where they end up being an assassin, uh, a lip sync assassin. Mm-hmm. But like, just looking at it from now, it's it's a uh, it's too little, too late. We're in top six now, and there are two episodes to go before the top four, as, as is the new format. You know. Um, so we've got two more eliminations. There is still room for Jackie or Crystal to potentially win one and make it to the top four. And then because of the, the, I call it the new format, it's been around since season nine, because of the lip sync finale format, it does become anybody's game. That's how Sasha won. Yeah. Sasha had not won as many as Shay, but she won the season because Mm. she slayed those lip syncs. Side note, um, we... All Stars 5 has come out. Uh-huh. We've actually already done a podcast for the Meet the Queens All Stars 5. We're going to release it next week. We want you we want to give you time to listen and breathe with this episode's <laughs> podcast before we bombard you with more Dr. Tom and Bowdle. Absolutely. It's like therapy. Yeah. You can't have therapy, you know, too often. It's got to be a once a week thing. You've yeah. got to do the work in between. You've got to let it Thank sit. Thank you. Leave Val wanting more. Yeah. Okay. We, could, yeah. we, we can't just like give it all up. So um, we'll probably drop it on Wednesday. When, whenever you know you as our executive producer and editor we'll drop our first impressions on the all stars five meet the queens uh, it's not just our impression it's all about giving you guys a reminder of you know what the queens bring mm. and what they've done and what we think they're going to bring um side note i'm also very very excited with this oh. cast like, should we leave it there and say we're super excited and we hope yep. you enjoy what comes later this and it's week. a wish come true for charlie Look, yeah. more Dr. Mopolo. <laughs> oh, well, Not... we did it for you, Charlie. Also for Karen and Samantha. You know, I say these these common names hoping that there's a Karen or Samantha out there listening and going, oh my God, he's talking to me. Well, you know. Someone working out, oh my God, did they just say my name? Did I just get a shout out? What? Um, so back to the recap. Um, yes. So where were we? So um, we're... Uh, it, we, we, we've had a double Shantae. Yep. We feel like maybe Jackie's getting a little push. There's still room for either Crystal or um, or Jackie to get a win and potentially make it into the top four. Yes. Um, obviously, we know that one of the front runners is going to be bumped from the top four, but yep. we don't know how that's going to manifest. The three who have a solid spot are Jada, mm-hmm. Gigi, yeah. and Sherry. And Sherry. Okay, um, like... So next will be Heidi because she's got one win. And then the other two are Crystal and Jackie. Part of me was surprised that they didn't like, because we do feel like Crystal is on one side, perhaps gaining a little momentum, perhaps getting a little push as well. I'm surprised she wasn't given the win in some ways last week. Although if you ask me, Jada fully deserved it um, because of the amount of technical expertise and craft that went into her looks. And she made it. She made those outfits. Whereas, Crystal brought a lot of imagination and her sense of fun, but had they wanted to give her the win, they could have given it to her last week. And nobody yeah. would have argued with it. No, 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 no. And also, I really feel that Opal, 
opal method yeah. really brought it on the lip sync. So I, if that counted for something, it really should have given her a bump up for a win. Yeah. But let's just, Crystal's been consistently safe, high safe for the past, for the, few, for weeks. The past few weeks. Yeah. So she really does have a leg up on Jackie. Let's have a little think about this week and who we think is going to bring it. So we know it's a one woman show with none other than Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. um, judging and uh, mentoring. Um, now, we're not 100% sure how this is going to manifest, are we? The best we can think of is going to be some sort of perhaps stand-up comedy challenge. But yeah. a one-woman show isn't necessarily comedy. Well, let's watch the first part of it. And once we get more info on the kind of layout and structure, we'll see where we go from there mm-hmm. in terms of who we think is going to do well mm. with what the requirements are. Yep. Mm. So let's get into season 12, episode 11, One Queen Show. Awesome. All right, so the queens have just come back from the post lip sync, and yep. of course, everyone's talking about the double chante. Double chante. <laughs> um, Jackie, in particular, is expressing her complex feelings around it. You know, she she thought she was going home because she was, she was the second name on Rue's lips, mm-hmm. and she was saved. And she she seems pretty jubilant, doesn't she? Like girls in the Ju- past, ju- jubilant. Jubilant. She's experiencing jubilation. She's cele- celebratory. Okay. Um, cool. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Jubilant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Jubilant, you express everything. <laughs> yes, very jubilant. Um, girls in the past have said that they feel like special or like Rue has her eye on them and it's you know they feel like annoying bindala cream bindala cream carmen was very like this well she was like oh i feel like rue wants me to go all the way kind of thing mm. when she was brought well she had carmen had a double shante and also was brought back she was very favored in her season yeah and i don't know why i don't understand it either but um jackie i wonder if she's got that special feeling and she's like, right, I need to, I need to, sh- I need to prove to Rue. If I could win- prove yeah. everyone why I'm here, if I'm I- going to win this week. So possibly, you know, if Jackie could just win one challenge now, she might. It would justify get her through to the top four. Would justify, and and we had a little aquarium moment, didn't we? With mm. um, Gigi, Gigi's yeah. like, you know what? I'm just. <sighs> So annoyed that we stole it at six yeah. people, and only someone who's secure and confident, and someone who who knows that they're gonna they're in the top form. Someone mm. only someone who knows that they're top will have that expression. Will, will feel that way because they're like, guys, come on, like you're, I'm, you're wasting my time. Is is it that, or is Gigi feeling a little rattled and almost though like, oh, is she saving these girls? My spot could be under threat, kind of thing. Well, that's what Aquarius' feeling was, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. because um, Gigi, you know, we have seen this sort of descent over the past few weeks. She's not on the high she once was. Um, so, yeah, I, I wonder if she's expressing that little bit of insecurity. Yeah. Um, and we have a cute little moment with uh, with uh, Heidi and her malapropisms again. Happiphany, which I'm happy to keep Hapiphany. using, actually. It's very much like, you know, can you spell Gabbana? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just doesn't know. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Heidi Aphrodite, my question is this. For me, like, the name, a, a drag name mm. is a... Um, it, it's not just something you think of. It's something that defines your persona, your character. If she hasn't even settled on a name or was so willing to change her name willy-nilly, like, mm. does she really know who she is as a drag artist? If, you know, if she's still, like, not there with the name, is it or is she just, like, 
entertaining the um the notion that uh RuPaul's throwing at her, you know, just just playing the game and you're like, okay, because she hasn't changed her handle on Twitter or Instagram, no. it's still hiding in closet, but you pose a good question. Yeah. Um, I, I think she's like playing a little game of ping pong with RuPaul, I think, really. I, I think the answer will lie with our listener, Chris. Yes. I'm, I'm throwing out generic names again, hoping they're like, oh my God, it's me. <laughs> or maybe uh, Tabitha. Claire? Claire, if you could just message us and tell us what you think. Genevieve? <laughs> no, you have to go common names. Like, you just said Tabitha. Tabitha's a common name. It's no, it's cat. not. It's not really. Sorry, it's not really. <laughs> what else have we seen there in those first few moments? What I'm seeing is Jada's on the rise. And the thing about Jada and her wins is it's not just a win in fashion, another win in fashion, and another win in fashion. It's yeah. three different, uh, three wins for different things. One win was for the politics, the improv. Yeah. Another win was for beauty, makeup. And then another win was for performance, the... Um, the uh, you don't know me. Da, 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 da. That, yeah, she did win the, the first. first so first she's song. actually very well rounded, and it's, yeah. it's really, really good. So I, I think she's definitely secured herself in the top. And she, she's, she's got kind of like a pleasant confidence about her. She's not sitting there boasting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she's cool about it. I think she's just feeling gently confident. Yep. Yeah. So they're going into the mini challenge, and let's have a look at that now. So the mini challenge is the widely anticipated, it happens all the time. Tell us, Dr. Tom. Everybody loves puppets. The puppet show. Um, um, since season four, though, they didn't have it before season four. I think that was the first one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Inspired by that, it's a Tammy Faye Baker quote, isn't it? Yes, and the only person that knew it when it was first introduced mm. was... Sharon, wasn't it? Sharon Edels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sharon has a tattoo of Tammy Faye Baker, didn't she? So we got the puppet show. That's a mini challenge. Um, any standouts? To be honest, I was a little bit bored. Yeah, but, Is that terrible to say? No, it's it's very factual. It's very on the mark. <laughs> you are spilling tea. Yeah, as they say. No, I mean I I can't really pinpoint anything that was like. I mean, the thing is, Jackie won the mini challenge. She won the puppets, but the thing is, she had Sherry Pie. Yes. So, like maybe if we had um, gotten more information, yeah. if, if we got to see her, we would have been laughing along with everyone else. Because I completely agree. Like we would have been inside we would have been in with the joke but it was like listening you know when you're like when you meet someone and they have a friend and then they start laughing about something and yeah. you're just there going ah, <laughs> because you're like it's funny apparently and i'm just gonna laugh because i don't want to seem like i'm not part of it that's what i felt like <laughs> yeah. i felt like that person going ha, 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 and uh, it's an interesting apparently it was funny it's an interesting paradox isn't it because obviously the the aim of cutting Sherry out as much as possible is to bring as little attention to her as possible mm-hmm. as a form of retribution for her crimes and not to give her, not crimes, that's the wrong word, the act she committed um, and to create, yeah, a sense of justice and not give her a platform. Ironically, I think, I think they've drawn more attention to her by creating, she's got like mystery and intrigue about her. Like, I often feel a bit like, who is Sherry Pie, you know? From what I, you know what, from that little read from the puppet show, this is who Sherry Pie is. To me, to me, to yeah. Paolo, to myself. <laughs> to okay, Paolo. Please. Um, she tends to rely on an older character. Yeah. Uh, she likes to use that, who was her snatch game, that accent? Um, the Catherine Hepburn. Yes, she frequently uses that um, accent. Yeah. Um, she 
is uh, all about food and pies and forced feeding. she mentioned. Do you, know, do, you, do you also know what I think? I think that there has to be, have been a moment yeah. where she didn't know who Jackie was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're both from New York, there yeah. has to be a moment where she was like, who are you? Are you from, you're from New York? So I didn't know that because that was a recurring uh, comedic theme going throughout her puppetry. Maybe she's a bit superior. She's a bit kind of like, you know, I've worked in New York for years and I don't know who you are. So. Yeah. What's your name again? Yeah. Sorry, Jackie? Spell that? <laughs> Jackie, I guess, did make me chuckle. Um, I've really not written much down for any of these girls. I want to talk about the fail. The fail. The, the Oh, my God. Gigi. Come on, Gigi. And we know Gigi's funny. I think Gigi's really rattled. Do you know what? I think Gigi's really yes. in her head at the moment. Yeah, she's really in her head. She, she doesn't know why she's not doing so well because she thinks she's doing good. Yeah. The thing is, she spent so much time on her puppet. Her puppet looked amazing. It was it was a very, you know, the hair, the weave, the makeup. It was beautiful, but she didn't spend time in thinking how I'm going to what am I going to read how am I going to make this funny and it was just it was so awkward to watch and Gigi had Jackie there could be a few jokes in there couldn't there did she have Jackie yeah yeah what would you have made funny Oh, oh you're still here, Jackie. I would <laughs> yeah. have said like, oh, Jackie, yeah, you're I still like here. That. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what yeah. my read. Or something about Rue favoring her or like, you know, as the joke you've made, like, who are you interacting with on yeah. the production crew to ensure you're still here? It could have been that that kind of real like, oh, Rue, could you could you move your car? You're blocking me in. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'll see you tonight for dinner. Or oh, what do we <laughs> can you can you tell things to pick up my laundry? Yeah. Something that, that shows a favour towards her and RuPaul because it's yeah. like, oh, how are you still here in episode eleven? Have not one where did the double chante come from yeah and that's what i think yeah. um but when i look at puppetry the best one that i can remember not just this season because there's really nothing to brag about <laughs> this was a really really bad one i compare it to like alaska's read of roxy andrews yeah she goes hey where my people are where are people are? i've got a wig underneath my wig hey <laughs> i've got, got a tear away underneath <laughs> my tear away hey Hey. Where my people are? <laughs> <laughs> that had me laughing. So I, remember, that, I loved it. That's that's one of my favourite. It's your puppets. Your, your proper smart comedy queens like Bob and Bianca had great ones as well, didn't they? Bob doing kimchi, making a oh. fall over with the water bottle and With the water bottle yeah. because of her speech. What about Fifi with Latrice Royale and the necklace? And she cut the necklace oh, off during good, it. Actually. And it was like, yeah. <gasps> read, read, yeah. read. Yeah. yeah, but the winner of this mini challenge was Jackie Cox. Congratulations! I'm still wondering. Like, they're obviously not going to do it now. We've not had a proper reading challenge this season. I, I, I think the reading challenge was the um, yeah. curated a box from something. something I, one. I, I I don't want them to mess with that format. It's like messing around with the snatch game format. Leave it alone. Have it every season. I'm okay. a purist. <laughs> You kind of just change the energy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think our listener Ben will appreciate that. Ben, <laughs> is there a Ben? Ben, you're probably listening right now. How do you feel about that? Please miss us and let us know, okay? <laughs> I want to keep doing that. Ben's like, on my side. Surely we're going to have someone that's like, oh my God, I feel so included. I got a shout out. Ben's on my side. He's a close friend. This leads up to the introduction of the Maxi Challenge. So the Maxi Challenge is they have to create and perform their own one woman show. Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah. That's not the name of it, like the musical. <laughs> um, and just anything goes. So basically, do it. Now, when I think about challenges like these, I think I, I immediately go to season six, yeah. the comedy challenge. 
uh, because yeah. it's, it's kind of very similar to the comedy challenge in the sense that they just had to be funny on stage. I mean, there are others like the roast, the RuPaul roast. Yes. The Michelle Visage roast, the Despy Awards in season seven. And I think yeah. these are kind of around the Although same they, they theme. They were paired for that one, weren't they? And it was more heavily scripted. Well, I guess it is going to be heavily scripted either way. The mm. other thing that I keep on thinking of, the way they call it a one-woman show, and they Ruth specifically said you could be multiple characters or you can be yourself. So I'm wondering if there's going to be kind of like a variety aspect to it as well. Do you think like, Sherry's going to bring the old character? I think if we'll you, never know because they probably won't show it. <laughs> if if Sherry's sensible, she will not do an old character this time. Um, but I'm just wondering if there could be a variety element as well. They could bring other skills if they want to. But the age old RuPaul adage of make it funny will surely be the most important. Unless told otherwise, yeah. make it funny. And please remember, you know, when Raven came into the walkthrough, yeah. don't be so serious. Absolutely. You're not really folk, running for president. Folk, yeah. Focus <laughs> on being funny. Don't don't take yourself too seriously. Make people laugh and that's it. So because the winner of this uh, Mixy Challenge, Mixy Challenge? Mixy Challenge, yeah. The winner of this Mixy, the mini challenge was Jackie Cox. It was so Jackie. she gets to decide the order of things which is another kind of like power thing isn't it we've seen alaska was in that position before um alaska was uh, quite self-sacrificing she was like i'll go first but alaska was very confident in her comedy skills wasn't she she was like i'll open the show then we've seen other queens like alexis michelle in the past just <laughs> shot themselves in the foot and she's like i know it's the hardest position so i don't mind going first or last oh lord i'll either open the show or close it and let them eat cake to be, for me, it's harder to close. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself in there. Where would I want to be? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, the thing is, if you're closing and you bomb, you ruin the whole show. That's people's lasting memory. Yep. There is you th- ruin the whole. The whole show is ruined. Not even even if someone did well, you ruined it, and they they really have to actively try think and remember how they felt with other acts. But like your lasting impression is the last one, so that's the pressure that you have. But also on the other side, mm-hmm. if you slay it, like we saw um, Manila, if yeah. you slay it, you you look great, and then the whole production looks great. That's so right. For me, the hardest is closing. I just remember they had a stand up comedy challenge in all, in season three. As well, where Manila actually bombed, but we're think we're thinking of the All Stars for Roast of Lady Bunny, yes, you know, which where she did close it out, and did an amazing job, amazing. Didn't she? Yeah. So the the hardest is the last. Um, where would I have been? I would, if I had to choose, I'd I'd go first. It is a proper like cognitive effect. It's called the primacy and recency effect. And any list of anything or any like sequential experience, you come, come on education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, the ones that stick out most in your memory are the first and the last. So you're right. Like probably, if you're confident, do it because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna stand out in two ways. Yeah. Just like you're gonna be in the most memorable position and also do a good job. But it's a double-edged sword because yeah. if you do badly, you'll be remembered for the bad job you did. Exactly. What was that? Cognitive theory. It's called the primacy and recency. Primacy and recency theory. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was actually thinking about that. Tip of my tongue. Unagi. 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 Seven skin roll. So yeah, I would not want to go last, but it's just the pressure. I wouldn't mind going first. How would I have done this? I would have chosen what's best for me. I would have gone, put myself wherever. 
I don't know if they're allowed to, but I would have. I, I would have then said, "You guys decide the order. I don't want it because I don't want you guys to blame me for mm. for anything." I want to go just before or just after a girl who I know is going to do badly. Oh yeah, that's a that's. A, I mm. would not want to go after someone good. So yeah. at this lineup, don't go after Sherry. Who I, who I feel will be... And don't go after yeah, Jackie. So who do we think is going to be strong? Jackie, Sherry. Jada can pull it out of the bag. We know Jada can do comedy. We know she, she can she can be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal, well, I don't know about Crystal, but Heidi, it <laughs> depends on the day. If Heidi can bring the Heidi funny, the spontaneity, the charm, uh, all those wonderful qualities she has, then she's sorted. But if it's a bad day for Heidi, it's a bad day for Heidi. Yeah, it's, it's, it's total cold. It's a total miss with her. Yeah. Either she really kills it or she really yeah. bombs. Gigi, I think Gigi's really rattled. And I think she's going into this underconfident. She's just done a comedy mini challenge and done poorly. And she's not managed to pull herself out of this funk for the past few episodes. Mm. And, but I really, really like Gigi's sense of humor. But so you do know, I. if she does the dry robotic thing again that she's really, really good at and I love, she's going to be critiqued for being like, oh, you're being a bit too samey. I, I too like Gigi's comedy. I think she's mm. very, very funny. The only thing I don't like is when she starts to reference things in the show. Yeah. Like, don't bring up, I've got, well, I've won this challenge and this challenge. And don't bring up, mm. like you did in the puppetry, or referencing the um, Canadian from the pre. Don't reference mm. other challenges. It's kind of cringe to listen to. Yeah. Focus on you. Clicks Focus are dangerous. On Focus on what you bring and you're funny and don't, don't, don't try to use that tactic of bringing uh, other episodes into this because it's, uh, I don't like it. It's a bit of a kind of, it's almost I don't like, like it. Don't like it. It's quite fan servicey, isn't it? It's like, oh, the fans will love it if I reference the other episodes. You but know? it's not, it's it's so cringe. Um, also, should we mention, obviously, we've got Whoopi Goldberg mentoring and judging. I didn't know she'd worked, she was an EGOT. Yeah. Um, what do you think would, you know, if there's an equivalent within a season of RuPaul's Drag Race of an EGOT, like, like challenges you have to win and it just makes a constellation of like, that makes you a supreme queen kind of thing. What would it be? It would be the snatch game. Yeah. Definitely the snatch game. Um, the reading challenge. The snatch game, the reading challenge, and also the makeover. The makeover. Maybe the opening kind of like, you know, make something out of these unconventional materials. Well, Mayhem and... Miller won the first episode and it was downhill from there. <laughs> so I, I, uh, um, I, I think definitely the snatch game, yeah. the makeover challenge and the ball. The ball. Yeah, the ball. Category is... We'll have to go do our research and see if there is the equivalent of a Drag Race EGOT winner. There probably is knowing the fandom. Anyway, yeah. so that's the maxi challenge. Let's watch the rest and see what develops from there. No, I'm tired now. Thank you. I can do the solo. <laughs> I can do a one-woman show right here. Don't try me. It is the right episode for me to do a one-woman show. I will do it. Okay. All right. Let's go on. And we are back. Welcome back, Alice. <laughs> and Nathan, like, um, hey, yes, you, yes, you. I'm talking to you. Welcome back to the podcast. So, what we've just seen here is um, the post introduction of the Maxi Challenge, yeah. and I guess we have to go into the the layout. How uh, who was it? Jackie chose who went first and second, yes. so she put herself first. Clever girl, good girl. We see them in this order, don't we? And then um, she asks everyone else where they want to go, and everyone said middle, middle, middle. And Sherry <laughs> was very firm on not closing the show. Very smart. That was very interesting to me, though, because Sherry is 
one of the, um, you know, from what we've seen, one of the smartest, most comedic girls in the, mm. co- you know, smart in a comedy sense. Um, so it surprised me that she was so opposed to going last bite. I wonder if that indicates that Sherry's thinking, oh, it's been a while since I've had a win. I want to give myself the best possible chance this week. Um, the one who's a trooper who really sucks it up is Jada, who gets shoved at the end. And she's very like, I don't want to, but it's fine. I'll just make it funny kind of thing, isn't it? Um, and I think Jackie did that because Jada's fresh off two wins, actually, two wins on the trot. And she was a bit like, mm, maybe she could deal with being in the bottom this yeah. week. You're safe even if you are in the bottom. That's so the thing. take one for the team. Come Jade, on, girls. Jada's a shoe-in for the top four. Mm-hmm. It would take a lot for her to not continue after this week. It really, really would. Um, and all the other girls just kind of like in the middle. It goes Jackie, Crystal, Heidi, Gigi, Sherry, Jada. That's it. Jackie wants to open, which I think echoes what you said earlier as well. If you got that confidence. Can I can I be very serious? And I'll even say this. I think the easiest this is me. This is me. I mean, obviously everyone's different. I actually think the easiest thing is opening. Mm. Opening a show. I would hate to sit there and work myself up listening to someone and comparing my comedy to theirs. Because mm. that's what you do. You want to be funny. And in a competition, you want to be funny than everyone else. So when you see someone do well, you're obviously gonna it's gonna affect you. I, I would not want to sit and watch everyone else. I remember in school when we had to do speeches, I always wanted to go first. Uh-huh. I always wanted to go first. Um, because I, A, I wanted to get it over and done with, and B, I just didn't want to listen to everyone else's because I'm not really listening. I'm actually, in my mind, I'm just going over and over. And if I hear mm. someone laugh, it's going to really, really affect me. And then I, I have to overcompensate. Maybe I'm not funny enough. And I start second guessing. You don't have that. You didn't have that if you go first and get it over and done with. Mm. I mean, Darian Lake opened it really, really strong. Alaska, Alaska opened, opened it, it very, strong. very strong. Yeah. Uh, maybe Jackie can do the Monet same. Monet opened her strong. Monet did the same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think. Now let's go into the rehearsals. Yeah. Um, so we oh, see them in order that they were chosen. Yeah, look in the order. Um, but I just want to talk about Whoopi very, very quickly. Yeah. Whoopi has just given these girls a free masterclass in comedy. Mm -hmm. And I say masterclass as in she's amazing. Yeah. Um, She's amazing. Like, I grew up... a fan. (laughs) Yeah, a fan just walked by, just drove by and beat the horn. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Karen? Karen. (laughs) Hi, Karen. Um, No, but I grew up listening and watching... um, Whoopi Goldberg, me and my family would re-watch Sister Act, one yeah. and two, over and over. Ghost, everyone knows Ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, my love. <laughs> the, the floating coin. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The pottery. Mm. Um, yeah, she's, I mean, she, she is amazing. Do you know what I remember her from, which I kind of only just remembered now, um, but my best friend Aaron is a real Trekkie, and she was in um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, wasn't she? I that's news to me. And um, I really, really hope Aaron watches this episode because you get a little screen cap of Jackie dressed up as Deanna Troy because uh, she says that she does a lot of Star Trek drag and that's why she has that connection with Whoopi. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I just think that it's so amazing that she's there. Yeah. I mean, they are getting the big guns in. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie, so let's look at the rehearsals. Um, Jackie seems... To be doing a bend de la creme in the yes. sense that she's yeah. taking too long to get to the punchlines. And I mean, even RuPaul's like, um, is this going somewhere? Yeah, she's going to have a heckler. 
yeah. uh, again. And the thing is, tell us a joke. But that's the, I guess that's the thing for people who are quite cerebral thinkers, isn't it? Yeah. Is that they they um it's so they're so they're such thinkers that it has it just goes on and on. It sometimes works, it sometimes doesn't. I remember like Dayla's reading challenge. She did fantastically, but every joke she went on a real journey to get to, to get her punchline. To get to the punchline. Sasha Valour did the same in her snatch game. Mm. She takes a while to get to her punchline, but when you get there, it's funny. It's good. So Jackie has that capability too, so long as she channels it correctly. And um, one thing I did notice, she recycled some like really tired old jokes, like the Vaseline over the lens for season mm. one thing. We've all heard that one before. It you know we've used that joke but it, it's you know, like if you're on drag race doing a comedy challenge you don't want to be recycling those jokes yes don't you dare do a nina benina brown repeating reads that's already oh. been done don't do that yeah don't do that so um whoopi's advice was try to be less of a stand-up artist and be yourself she kind of advised her to channel that kind of like storytelling rather than jokey jokey punchline kind yeah, of thing yeah, it's really, really you know what um Jackie just got the line from report, mm. the line, you know, that you would dread to hear. I don't know who you are. Mm. Oh, 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 girl. Yeah. You in danger, girl. <laughs> you in danger, girl. Like, that's that's the last thing that you want to hear. Heidi is a sponge. When I say sponge, like, I think everyone looks after, everyone feeds her. Her lines, her yeah. comedies, her drag name. Like, even uh, Whoopi Goldberg um, is telling her how to be the drunk person at a cookout. <laughs> that was really funny. And um, I, I bet you she's going to eat that up. She's going to soak it up. Soak it up. Soak to it up. paraphrase money yep. exchange. Um, soak what up, girl? That sweat on your forehead? But there was so much sweat. <laughs> what about Crystal? Um, Crystal has... no. We just see further evidence of, of Rue just being in love with Crystal, I think. When she actually tells her, can you, can you, can you strip for me, actually? Yeah. Can you just show me some stripping? <laughs> like, oh, my God, that turn was so hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, the way you just walked. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so funny. And <laughs> she, I, if I were the other girls listening in on that, I would have been like, whoa, Crystal's killing it. Because she was actually making them laugh the most. Mm. Can I just say as well, Rue's looking very fresh. Rue's not wearing her glasses anymore. Well, no. at this point, and she's looking fresh. Well, it's been like layer by layer. Like in the beginning, yeah. we saw the hat and the scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, this as, is the, as the yeah, healing yeah, yeah. as the healing happened, we we see we say farewell to the scarf. <laughs> we say farewell to the hat. Yeah. We say farewell to the glasses. And now she's a glamazon warrior, ready to prance the runway. She's looking fresh. She's looking stunning. She's looking tight. Why uh, not? Not, not too tight. And though. why not? She, why not? Indeed. Yeah. You know, she looks fantastic. She's just looking a lot fresher around the eyes, around the jowls. She's had a, I think she had a very, very, very good, very um, professional lift. You know what I think was amazing? And maybe it's going to, maybe it means something more, is that they actually, for the first time again, showed a rehearsal clip of Sherry. Yes. Which you, I thought was, you I was like, pointed out the significance of this. And yeah. I thought that was very well observed. I thought maybe, okay, maybe she's going to win because, I mean, what, why else would you include her in the um in the rehearsal period if if it's not leading to either her leaving or her winning? And for me, it's it's definitely going to be a winning because I, mean, mm. I do think she's a funny queen. That's her, that she's a camp queen. She's funny. She's a drama. I think uh, that she came in with a character that to me was very very silly and very. I, I, the idea of it made me chuckle like a psychic goldfish. And she had the little fins and stuff. Rue gave us some advice to actually change significant elements of it. 
that she was like the avatar for the psychic goldfish mm. rather than being the goldfish. And like, let's see if she takes that on board. But she seemed to take those critiques as a smart girl would. Now, Gigi, I think Gigi has her own process to yes. her humor. Yeah. And I think what we saw in this rehearsal was them asking her to improv. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's how her mind works because she had everything written down and I think that's how that's how she does her comedy. It has to be memorized. And when yeah. there's a confidence when you have a script there already that you you can make it funny from there. But they tell her to put her notes away and she kind of panics and she goes into a, a kind of like a, a frenzy. Like she kind of shuts just, down. Yeah, she, she can't improv. And like, it's really hard, like... I'm RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I'm RuPaul. Um, this is Whoopi Goldberg. There's $100,000 on the line. Now improv. <laughs> You've I got mean, three that w- is the worst time to learn. You've got three wins under your belt and we have high expectations yeah. of you. What and you you're do in next? the bottom when you said you wouldn't actually be in the bottom again. Yeah. So improv. Even when you think about a snatch game, it, you know, hilarious as she was, she was probably quite meticulously re- rehearsed for that. Yes. A lot like we've oh, discussed yeah. this before, Aquaria. There are strong parallels between Gigi and Aquaria, actually, as young fashion queens who can turn out the funny if they have time to prepare and mm. plan for it. Because you always say, like, when you see clips now of Aquaria um, yeah. on the fly, like her, on her Instagram or when she's telling off, there's a clip of her telling off someone she in the audience, quite a lot. she's not the most eloquent person. She really stumbles a lot. And yeah. it, it's really embarrassing to listen to and think that she won the Snatch Game. But I, I always feel she had Every she had studied, yeah. she had studied Snatch Game to a T. She'd studied all the jokes and she she looked at segues and how that joke could happen and mm. how to bring it up to what question because she won it. So I don't think she's eloquent at all. Even like her latest Instagram rant, I'm just like, what, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I like, think come I on. think Aquaria, especially when she gets uh, passionate or emotional, she really stumbles over her words. And, yeah, like, I, 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 I do find it quite like hard to follow and hard mm. to listen to at times. Gigi's a little different in that sense, but similar in the sense that they need that time to prepare, don't yeah. they? So Jada, um, Jada talks fast. I never realized she talks fast. I, I used does, to get that critique a, a lot. I used to get told a lot when I was younger, you? you talk too fast. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't talk fast at all. What do you think, listeners? John. <laughs> who have... Who, Sim, Sim, Tabitha. No, we've reset Tabitha. <laughs> Give me a name. Give me a name. Uh, Genevieve. That is not a common name. Look, what about my sister, Tyrone? Tyrone? Sister Tyrone? Don't gender her. <laughs> they. Don't gender that. Don't gender they. Okay. <laughs> Jerome, what do you think? Laquanda? Yeah, I know there's a Laquanda. Imagine if a Laquanda is like, hey. Shaniqua. My name is Laquanda. Don't, don't cliche Shaniqua. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yes. How dare LaRonda. you? How dare you? <laughs> Jada's, uh, yeah, Jada's, what What was her critique? Um, Jada, well, she gets, the only real critique is she's told to please not talk quite as fast and to be a little clearer. Reminding me a little bit of Trinity Cobionet when she was told to like kind of like enunciate and speak clearly a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not forget Trinity really rose to the challenge with her um, comedy um, stand-up routine. But with Jada it's more about having this wonderful moment with Whoopi, yes. uh, which I think you really connected with, didn't you? Well yeah, it's because like, I, I, obviously he had grown up with a Whoopi. Yeah. I was into the colour the color purple and that's, I mean, I feel frequently sing the song um and from there all the time i think i was singing it this morning i can vouch for this um, all the time i'm always singing and i you know what and i'm a huge fan of whoopi goldberg as well my family is i think she used that moment to say i really really love you yeah and even if i go home tonight 
I want you to know that I love you and you, you know, that kind of thing going on. I think growing up, it strikes me that Whoopi Goldberg meant to you what Optimus Prime meant to me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Because I too oh. am a Transformer. Is that a new one? Is that a red one? Now you've moved on. I actually connected more with Megatron than Optimus Prime. Gosh. So I think we're going into the recruitment from this rehearsal. It seems to me like Sherry's going to be funny. Heidi's going to be funny. Um, Jackie, they've you know they've shown her overthinking it, but it look like it looks like it might be Sherry or Heidi's week. Just from this rehearsal, you know things can always change. I can get on board with that. Yeah. But then they do love to ha- have a kind of like rough rehearsal, good performance. Like edit. what so they Jackie did with Gigi. Gigi could pull out the bag. Right. Let's see. So we've just, well, we actually, we're at the main stage now, aren't we? We're seeing the, the final product of the Queens. Before we go into the first act, which mm-hmm. was Jackie, who opened the show. Um, I want to comment at RuPaul. <gasps> she is looking Wow. Has she finally elevated the status of... She's she's on Mount Olympus. She's a goddess. She is looking stunning. She's Everything in the is perfect. I'm loving that purple dress. I'm loving the one side wig, the, the, the makeup. Oh, the, the hair was classic RuPaul because it was in that kind of like side-swept wind tunnel effect. The dress... That kind of like Versace thigh-high slip, but then it was kind of like a little bit of a leger with the bandages and the, <laughs> the sparkles. And the fit was just divine. It was amazing. It's th- just gl- that one leg that we could see, oh. just so we know that at least one of her legs is not wooden. It's, it's perfection. And it needed noting. Tins. Tens, tens, tens for her. Now let's go into Jackie. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch um, performance yeah. by performance one at a time. Uh-huh. And then we're going to um, edit it seamlessly. Seamless. Seamlessly edit it in post-production. It in seamless. seamless. <laughs> Jackie went first. Um, yeah. How did I feel about it? It was a very nice, like, feel-good yeah. story. A very good feel. I didn't laugh, but I wasn't at any stage too bored of it i mean she kept me along for the journey yeah of it and i followed it through and yeah i didn't think it was funny i just thought it was ah, uh-huh, i was like ah, uh-huh, feel good uh-huh, yeah that's your life yeah i think i'm with you i did i did laugh but they were like warm laughs they yeah. were like ha 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 you know belly laughs that i can control it was like i'm really enjoying this story yep. Um, she's telling me really heartfelt things. I loved the the characters. It was thought it was so like clever to have the two stools with the the glasses on them as well, representing mm. each. And she puts the glasses on and she does the impression. Um, coming out like a sixties go go girl, by the way, like classic Jackie Cox in her little Mary Quant dress. Um, she definitely held on to the RuPaul line. The I don't know who you are. Yeah, she completely changed her whole act. Yeah, and it's basically a story of her life. She's it taking it right back to this is my mom, this is my dad, and this is how I became Jackie Cox. And yes. it, it really focused on that. So yeah, it had a lot of heart. And without seeing the others, Jackie's definitely high and perhaps a winner this week. Yeah, especially. Well, given, it's, hard, it's hard for me to compare it. Yeah, I've only seen. I'm gonna say it now. Okay, um, she right. may have won, especially given the amount of camera time she's had. 
there was a lot. It was a long segment, wasn't we, it? We had a little mirror moment with Jackie. Yep. Yeah, um, there was a, it was a actually long like the other shows, the other ones that we've seen in the past, like season six and all that. They didn't give that much time, but they yeah. really, really gave uh, Jackie. Maybe each of the girls are going to get a, much more time to it's, tell this story. It's so interesting, their- isn't it, to think that Bendler Krem season six set could have been a lot more like this with the right edit, mm. but it wasn't. All right. The next queen to follow is Crystal Method, or should I say, phenomenal film. Yeah. Hmm. It, it was. It was a. What well, a dance instructor that yeah. was funny. I I found it more comedic as a. Didn't tell jokes, but I was laughing at you, and with you because yeah. you were you were being that ridiculous kind of fitness instructor. I I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I guess it was funny. It was, I don't know. <laughs> she, she certainly changed up the energy, didn't she? She did. So Jackie, like, there was lots of heart, and it was kind of like ended on like a kind of like a learning moment. Yes, like somber. And then Crystal comes in, and does something really, really silly. That's um, it. It was, it was, it was silly humor, and it made me laugh. I laughed again. I think it was very much within um, Crystal's like aesthetic and her reference point because you know the idea of a kind of exotic dance instructor, especially the way she was she was dressed, is very kind of like. 80s 90s to me do you know what i mean mm. makes me think of like you know the chippendales and that sort of thing this is the most personality i've seen from crystal mm-hmm. um as in like this is the most i've seen of her i mean getting out of that box i, I think because we got time to actually see her she actually, yeah. she's actually quite silly she's actually quite like goofy is what i got yeah. from it she's a goofy queen that i find i found it funny to to watch i found it entertaining I was entertained. I was entertained. I was entertained. In the words Better. of Willem, I would have given her some money. Yeah. Would um, I tip her? Would you tip her? Would you have like a, would yeah. I tip or would I, what, what? What's the opposite to tip? A uh, flip. Tip or flip? <laughs> I don't know. As in the bird? Like, yeah, boo. flip of the bird. Tip or flip? Would you tip or flip this? I'd tip it. Yeah. Also, notably, she used like indefinite boy drag. You yep. know, she she got out some boy nips, um, the muscle suit and stuff. It was all funny. It was all entertaining. It was colorful. It was very crystal. It was very her. Um, it was very her, but like, yeah, I, I guess, no, I'd flip it. Really? Whoop. Oh, girl. I'd flip it. One thing that maybe I'm starting to think of as well, these performers, would I come back to see them again? Like Jackie, I could see her coming with another like a layer, a layer, a layer, layered, like an funny onion. story next time. Crystal, this felt like could be like a one-trick pony kind of performance. Okay. I wouldn't laugh at this twice. All right. So the next queen is Heidi Aphrodite, a.k.a. Heidi in Closet, a.k.a. Heidi Podiety. <laughs> Heidi Podiatrist? Podiety, yeah. And <laughs> uh, cook out with your cheeks out. Now, um, I think my main thought about this is it felt a bit kind of like messy, disorganized, chaotic. Yeah. Too much. Heidi, yeah. you're doing too much. I just, you're one character, then trying to do the next, and then it was, it was just, it was all over the place. Yeah. It was hard to follow. Um, I just wrote too much going on. And it's like, the the thing about cha- changing characters so much is that I don't get time to really know the character, know why they should be funny, because yeah. you're jumping all over the show, and then it also felt like you had to be, you had to you had to have grown up 
in that family. It had to grow up in that culture. You had to grow up in that cookout to actually already know what she's trying to do. Because if yeah. you don't know the, the cookout, you, you don't understand why it's funny. It was like like Medea, Medea's family mm. show. She tried to play every single character. And I was just like, I don't, I didn't get it. And also, as you were saying that, because I slightly misheard you, and I thought, yeah, you're right. But you're exactly right. You're saying like that culture is really important. There had to be a grown up in that sketch as well. There was no like straight man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like everybody was ridiculous and there's no like reference point uh, or like somebody telling yeah. us like this is the sane point of view. This is the insane point of view. Um, there was too much like four characters and she was going in between. And I could tell one thing I did like she was changing her physicality with every character. She was doing she took whoopies. No, she did the drunken kind of like holding on to the earth. Thing. Yeah. But it was it was too much. Yeah, too much. And not enough laughs, unfortunately. I was I would noticed myself not laughing, and I yeah. love Heidi. And we 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 called it, didn't we? Heidi either has an amazing week or she has an off week, and this is an off week for Heidi. Very much tip or flip. Flip. I'd, I'd, I I would never flip Heidi the bird, though. I would I would just sit, just please just no, stop just I'd stop sit her there. down have a cup of tip tea or with flip. her. No flip. Yeah, I'd flip. <laughs> I would flip a chair. <laughs> oh. At her flip boo. a table. <laughs> you had to flip a table that for four months. You know what I just um first of all I also want to say, is that Dan Brockholai sitting uh, in the yeah, audience? Yeah. Like stop trying to make Brockholai happen, it's oh, not gonna happen. Oh gosh. And also, and also what I when I was thinking about Jim, not just her, how she used the glasses and, and the old lady, and then the same with the Jackie did it. It was very much like Juju B doing her grandma. Remember her, mm. her grandma I'm telling the story from there. So I you know, th- that's that's what I you have the credit, Juju B for for being the first but also like um again jackie did it with far more composure and kind of calculation because she was like i'm over here i'm being my dad i'm over here being my mom and jackie um Heidi yeah was it was all, all over i'm over yeah. here then i'm over here then i'm over there and, and um, yeah it was it was it was it was and jackie did the i am also jackie in the middle of this it thing. was yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very hodgepodge let's move on to the <laughs> queen next of queen. hodgepodge next queen is <laughs> miss Gigi good good. I really liked it. It was the it's it's that really like um cold face delivery that stone that stone wall. Nobody died at stone wall. Nobody died at stone wall. That stone wall kind of. Why am I saying stone wall? What am I trying to say? Stony face delivery. Yeah. Okay. Delivery. That stony face delivery. Um, that was good. I loved her. I love the I love the interaction with the audience. How yeah. the you know the the mishearing of the names, the mixing textiles, which is funny because that is um, right next in the same place that they say uh, homosexuality is a sin, and that's <laughs> in that same Exodus is also do not mix textiles and yes. do not have a square beard and blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> so it was good that she really picked up on that. I found it really really good. I think she was a real smart cookie with this. Obviously, she did obviously rehearse the hell out of it, and we were. Clearly reminded of this by the producers with the convenient talking head by Jackie saying, oh, you know, she looks like, you know, her transitions are a bit clunky and she's going into the next phase because she has to because those are her notes. Um, But overall, it was great. I laughed a lot. Um, She was smart to refer to fashion. You know, that's what she knows. Good for her. Looking like an early noughties Madonna here. You know, when Madonna used to rock the white suit. Of course you don't. No, I don't. Sorry. Um and yeah i was just i was just entertained um and the the audience interaction was great again that's something that she it was planned clearly wasn't it like it didn't really matter what the audience members said she knew what she was going to say to them it's like 
I'm going to give you a wrong name and I'm going to criticize what you're wearing and that's the reason you're going to hell. Yeah. You know, it's it's well done her. I love that the unsalted peanuts gag yeah. in there and I love that hell ended up being Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is like is it is it quite I don't I d- know, there's going to be an American thing, isn't it? Um Colin, please let us know. <laughs> yes, thank you, Colin. Our advisor from the States, uh, please let us know. Our correspondent in the yes. States. Where would, where would be the equivalent in New Zealand? Um, Hamilton. I've been to Hamilton. I love Hamilton. They've got the Statue of Riffraff there. Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. Um, no, I really did like... Did you, there was a slight hiccup in the beginning, but yeah. that was forgiven by her humour that I found funny. Um, and yeah... I, I really, I genuinely like that. What do you think, Gary? Gary's listening. Gary, what do you think? Let us know on Twitter. Gary from the audience. Yep. <laughs> um, so flip or tip? Uh, tip. She's getting all my money. Woo! I'm making it rain. Oh, it was good. It was good. I'm really, really surprised uh, because, you know, the rehearsal showed. Uh, and this was a <laughs> yes. So we had two of those so far, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, struggle bus rehearsal with a successful delivery. The next queen is Miss Sherry Pie. And yes, we get to see the performance. (laughs) Now, before I get into it, um, I thought her improv skills are amazing. The acknowledgement of people when she when she did a hiccup, like unlike uh, Gigi Good, when Mm -hmm. she did a hiccup, she actually she she had a stroke. She used it, played into the humor, made them laugh, made them forget about it. it. Was I thought it was really good. From what I did see of her, it was good. Now, there were more talking heads. Then there was Sherry's performance, and yeah. it was an, a going gag about her running over time. Mm-hmm. I also thought they had five minutes as well. I don't know how that was allowed, but throughout the times, you know, there was never like any any silence. Like the crowd was with her, yeah. from what it seemed. Like even though they went two minutes, four minutes, six, fifteen, twenty, however long it was, people were laughing as they went on. The judges were laughing as it went on. So I guess there should be forgiveness in that. But I mean, if there's a time limit, there's a time limit. If there's a time limit, there's a time limit. I, I'm. I what did you think about Sherry's performance? I think it was really funny. Um, yeah. I, exactly as the, the the improv element, I think, tells us she's an experienced club hostess. She's definitely used that gag about you know making a slip up in a joke and oh, I had a stroke there. No, you did anything about it. She's definitely used that before, you know. Um, but she was really, even from the outset, you know, she kind of stumbled in. I found the the whole Madame Bubble shtick really funny. Um, even the way it was edited to get together, if, if anything, made it even funny. The way that little clip of her putting olives and vodka into the bowl, then acting drunk. It was, it was great. I would love to see it. It's another example of um, how it's, it's all a bit, you know, it all makes me feel very, very sad and at times confused really about you know sherry is clearly so talented and so funny and so good at what she does and she for, for good reason she cannot show her skills in this show yeah. um and you know there has to be consequences for her actions but mm-hmm. there we go i thought it was good uh that was a tip it was a tip um yeah from I, what i saw it was a tip i don't uh, we didn't get to see the full thing but it was a tip from what i saw Yes, which was I, that I just little wouldn't... bit that little segment in the beginning. They're clearly setting her up for a critique with with kind of like, oh, you ran over Sherry. Yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think? So you just Sherry's, the rules? Sherry's either top or bottom, and that's the reason why they've been showing her because there has to be it has to make sense when we see. It was her really in funny. I don't I don't see how you can put her in the bottom for that. Mm. Well, let's move on. The next queen is Miss Jada. Now, 
I'm just going to say this. Please. Jada had no sense of comedy. <laughs> For... No, 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 no. That wasn't a question. <laughs> that didn't invite no, a response. No, that wasn't a question. And that... It was bad. And that wraps up the podcast today. Thank you for listening to Spin the Gentine Podcast. <laughs> oh, it was a shame. Like, oh no, she she went a long way for a joke that didn't pay off. Unfortunately, she got a few laughs from the audience. She really did. They were mostly gross out gags, and Rue's nose was noticeably wrinkling. And with her later spruce up, it's quite an she achievement to, her to get her to wrinkle that <laughs> nose. Um, mm, she the, pursed her lips, ladies J- and gentlemen. Jada certainly set up this idea that Sherry ran on too long and it put her off, but the material wasn't there, unfortunately. Which is a shame because this is how she closed out the show. We know Jada's funnier than this. In fact, in the cutaways, Heidi Heidi was funnier than this. Look over there. Making reference. I to think it was there. the Greek philosopher <laughs> Russell Brand, <laughs> whose quotes on humor was. Um, be funny. <laughs> Where are the jokes? Where were the jokes? Miss, Miss Jada, like, you, you're coming off two wins in a row. Your third win. I mean, oh, I just really hope that means something. But now let's look at the girls. We've seen them all, tops and bottoms. For me, the top, the tops for me is Gigi. I really loved Gigi's. Gigi's was the funniest. I heard the laughter. The bottom is going to be Heidi and Jada. Heidi and Jada are the undeniable bottoms. I hope Sherry is top. Sherry kind of, the edit gave the reason for Sherry not being in the top. It could be a first win for, for Crystal, for Crystal or, or, J- or Jackie. J- I'd, say, I'd say anybody who's not in the bottom this week could potentially be in line for a win. Depends on what the judges want to go for, but mm. I think the definite bottoms are Heidi and Jada. Yep, and which is unfortunate because to me that means goodbye to Heidi. Mm. Um, for me, I my winner is Gigi. Who made me laugh the most, Gigi or Sherry? Crystal, I enjoyed the critique of being a one-trick pony, Jackie may have hit the nail on the head in the best way in the sense that she gave us a story it had heart it had laughs yeah that kind of thing because we're not talking roast we're talking one woman's show so it really depends on what criteria the judges are going by mm. um that's my final thoughts on it so let's get into the judging uh let's see will there be a runway or will they come out in their comedy looks do you think well, we'll see but as you can hear, maybe, there's definitely a change in energy. And it's just like what we were saying before, where if you close the show, you literally, if it's good, the whole thing's amazing. If it's bad, you've ruined the whole show. And I really do feel like Jada's ruined the whole show because like, I I, I, mean, I can feel it. My energy's definitely gone. And it was, it was quite a sad performance. I mean, it could make a happy meal frown. Now, um, let's move on and see what the final part of this is. So it seems that we do have a category. The category for the runway is the colour purple. Which, there can't be many more colours to do for runways, actually. We've had orange, we've had red, we've had white, we've had green. Okay. Okay, all right. Let's let's move on. (laughs) Observation. 
we, we don't have much time. We don't have much time. This is urgent. Uh, so Jackie Cox. Now, um, the main thing she reminded me of was um, we have some crisps over here called Monster Munch and the mascot. Hold on, hold on. Crisps for our American listeners and New Zealand and anyone else. Crisps are chips. <laughs> so, yes. Because uh, when I came here, like I was like, I want some chips. And then mm. they were like, oh, we didn't sell chips. And I'm like, I can see it. They're like, they're crisps. And I'm like, no, there's a chips. There's a chips. Go on. So the Monster mentioned that the mascot looks very much like how Jackie oh, presented. Oh, yeah, it does. But also, like, again, referencing the 60s, she had the kind of, there's a real, like, B-movie quality to it, you know, with the kind of uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Mars Attacks, Beehive, that kind of thing. I wish I knew the reference because then I'd love it even more. She said it was the uh, one-eyed purple people eater thing, wasn't it? Yeah. I, th- I think it's a song, but it's also like a reference to a penis, isn't it? Oh, good. Double entendre. Yeah. With the molly and the tongue. Yeah. Like a reveal. It was psychedelic, wasn't Mm. it? Crystal. Uh, Crystal. Now, Crystal gave me, you know, the Pokemon Grimmsnarl? Yes. That's who she looked like to me. Okay. Uh, But also, it was a very, like, um, children's story kind of creature, very kind of like where the wild things are. Mm. She had all these, this collage of, of different textures of purple. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. I liked how she crawled out as well. Yeah, she's very was, much um, a creature. It was it was nice. It was, it was different. It was unusual. It's nice. It's nice. Different. Was unusual. Oh, sorry. I came up with something. So because because we're doing this like quick fire, mm. is it a yas or a pass? Yeah. <laughs> 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 My God, we come on marketing. <laughs> yas or pass? Um, so far, I think we've got two passes. Yep. Jackie's is a little on the fence on, but I've seen it again and I like it now. You don't like it? I do overall. Pass Jack- is like no. Oh, yes, then. Oh my God. Is this a fetch thing? It's not going to happen. No. No, it's not going to happen, is Can it? Can we just like express yes ourselves or no? and not be reductive? <laughs> um, okay. Who else was next? Heidi. Heidi. Now, Heidi, like, the only thing she'd be criticized for is not having like a concept because she just looked like a beautiful woman. She's very. You know, she had this floor-length lace purple gown with the train and the backless detail. She just looked very, very pretty and very elegant. Yeah. And I don't really have a lot more to say about it. It was elegant. It was gorgeous. It was pretty. <laughs> Gigi, I, 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 was, I was very happy to see Gigi's look. Yeah. It really took me right back to Scooby-Doo. So we got the Daphne we reference got Daphne. Right away, it was we? It was beautiful. Yeah. Executed lovely it was it was clever it was mm-hmm. nice it was great something jackie could have worn again a 60s aesthetic um with the go-go boots um and i always think this this color scheme reminds me of ribena you know the drink ribena with the mm-hmm. strong purple and strong green i don't like this color scheme a lot the thing is when you see it reminds you of ribena yeah. in new zealand it's a drag queen called ribena is there so i was like oh what <laughs> who ribena why does it remind you of that drag queen <laughs> but no the drink um yeah, yeah. um Love the cartoon reference. Not a big fan of the color scheme. Sherry Pie. Sh- Very no. elegant glamour This gave me um, Catwoman um, goes to a party in The Great Gatsby. It oh. had like a 20s flapper aesthetic in there, crossed with Catwoman. It was obviously very feline. Nice. Yeah. Great observation. And Jada with the satellite hat. She looked beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. Was the hat too big? No, it's no. drag. Yes, exactly. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a drag queen. <laughs> I, I really loved I loved it. 
Stunning. She looked to me like the if it were possible and what a, what a creature this would be, but the love child of Grace Jones and Beyonce, because she had the kind of the shoulders and the headpiece um, that gave so me Grace gorgeous. Jones. And then like the whiff and the kind of asymmetric skirt uh, just gave me like Beauty. Beyonce and a red carpet. Beauty. Is, it, is it strong enough to save her from the bottom? A lot of the times we, we talk about like sometimes the, like the runway doesn't even matter. Yeah. Because like I, I feel like it doesn't matter. It's like they, they really judge it on... Well, only if they want it to matter. But like, come on, when I when I think about like runways that that could have that should have saved them from the bottom, I think about like, do you remember Brooklyn Brooklyn Heights? Yeah, how she did that reveal of the afro. Yeah, and that beautiful runway, and she was still on the bottom. Maybe that just showed. <laughs> she how, was still on the bottom. Maybe like, that just showed how bad that Celine Dion was, though. Poutine. <laughs> Poutine. Um, I don't think Heidi or Jada's looks are quite str- beautiful as they look. They both lack concept, mm. so they're not strong enough to save them from the bottom. Let's run ways. Let's see what the judges say. Let's see who the lip syncers, and that would be the rest of this. Mm. Okay, let's go. And we're back. We've seen the rest of it. Let's talk. Well, we've seen the judges' deci- decisions. Decision. Decisions. We've I seen am the on decision. my eighth glass of wine. <laughs> um, no, the judges' decision. <laughs> um, so I don't think the judges deviated massively from what we said. Like Heidi and Jada were the clear bottoms. Um, they they really went in on Sherry for overrunning, didn't they? They did. They um, um sh- but but they did say that she was she kept them with her. Where they're laughing the whole time through, but you know she did go quite long. But what we needed was focus on what's really important, mm-hmm. which is um, Silky was ready to lip sync for her mother <laughs> if in life. So I don't know why we're focusing on the length of Sherry's damn thing. If I had to, I was ready. You <laughs> was like, where did that come from, girl? <laughs> what the f- are you even talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, they they did go one in on Sherry. Yeah, should we talk about the tops and bottoms? I mean, um, is there anything else? It's as we called it, really. They loved Jackie's yeah. heart. They loved Crystal's <laughs> stupid concept, as they called it. Um, and drum roll, blah, 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 Crystal was the winner. Yes, congratulations, Crystal, for her first win. So it had to. We thought it was probably going to be Jackie's week, didn't we? Really, but it was Crystal's week. Mm. They gave her a win. The highs were Jackie, Gigi, and I have to say also Sherry. I don't think that Sherry was bottom, even though she was red after. Yeah, the bottoms was tell just you what it was. Heidi and Jada. They didn't give her a kind of like. Um, you know, kind of, you were something on the runway, but you were something in the challenge kind of read. So. Yeah, there was none of that. Yeah, so she wasn't bottom. It was a, you're safe. And, yeah, yeah. oh, Heidi and Jada, you're next. Yeah. Um, so this is Heidi's fourth time in the bottom. It is. And who um, survives that? Cameron Michaels. Cameron, I don't think even Coco didn't survive four times in the bottom, did she? I mean, at this stage, she has to defy gravity. <sighs> She has to do an alphabet. She has to become alphabet. And fly. She needs to do that if she wants to win. Now, I was really excited, and it was such an apt lip sync song, 1999 by Prince. Obviously, he was the purple one. Um, And from the outset, Jada, she realizes she must have, you know, she calculated this. She knew she was going to be in the bottom. She knew she needed an elegant runway look. So she had an Easily detachable wig and fascinator arrangement to reveal this princess, blonde but princess set of curls underneath. Clever queen, definitely a pageant, such a fighter. She was kicking and splitting like Prince did. She was giving me like Prince 
acolyte feels. She was like a member of Apollonia 6 or Vanity 6. I loved it. I think it was a really good lip sync for the both of them. Yeah. Um, what did what did Heidi bring for you? Heidi, Heidi, I think, well, the thing is we didn't really see much of Heidi. Again, when they choose a winner, they focus a lot of their camera angles on um, that person yeah um but i did whenever i did see heidi i thought it was lovely it was it was they were both embracing the music they're both trying to be prince s they took it back to that era yeah i really did um i there's a moment of respect a moment there of was. love where yeah. heidi blew um a kiss and she accepted it she did it back i mean they these are two queens that really love each other they cuddled at the end and um, for me for me, this was the lip sync that was worthy of it. If there yes. had to be a double win this season, yes. it was not last week, honey. It was this. This is the performance because they were I both good. agree. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't have been mad about it. I yep. wouldn't have been mad about it if there had been two double chantes in a row, which would have been a record. There's definitely never been two double chantes in a row. It's a one mm. season, I think. But they could have broken the rules in this case because they were both fabulous. And there was so much love between... The thing I think held Heidi back is her dress didn't permit her usual style of dance. Jada, because it was asymmetric in the hemline, she could hold up... It was movement, yeah. She she could hold up her train and dance and split. Heidi couldn't do that because it was like a... It was had a, had a like proper like mermaid-length train to I mean, it. There was a time where I saw Heidi doing this beautiful backbend in the moment. And I'm yeah. like, why are you doing it at the back of the stage, honey? Please come to... To the forefront please make sure they see that don't hide don't hide the end closet don't hide at the back <laughs> please come forward so yes the winner of this lip sync was jada deserved yes I think it and was. there's a lot of love given there Heidi, oh my God, that was so sad. It was really quite heartbreaking. It was really heartbreaking like, to see her go. It's like, just thinking about it, I'm just getting a bit like, oh. It's rare that I feel any emotions, but on this occasion, I did. Yeah. Um. We we had. Heidi's such an adorable queen. We've really been rooting for her. I thought she was going to be top five, and you know, depends how they work it. I thought she was going to be a shoe in for the queen. They bump up into top four with Sherry not being in there. Turns out she's top six. Who knows how they're going to work it? They might have a voting system or something. Yeah. But um, goodbye to Heidi. Yeah. There was a nice moment as well where Ru- even RuPaul gave her her little speech that the world's going to love you. And yeah. how that was such a prophecy. Yeah. Heidi is the fan favorite. She's just so adorable. She's just so lovable. Yeah. And uh, I wish she had this epiphany in the moment, <laughs> knowing that she, you know, she was... That would make sense. Like epiphany. Happy, happy and epiphany. Epiphany. It makes sense. <laughs> I have an epiphany that you <laughs> I have a I have a feeling yeah. we haven't seen the last of you, you Heidi. Th- so I mean she's shooting for Miss Congeniality. She could be top five top four material, you know, given the strange situation. If not, could she be the returning queen for next season? I mean, she kind of made it too far, really, to be a returning queen, hasn't she? She's loved. Um, what a great episode. Uh, that's what we got here. This is what we got for the rest we of the did. week. Now, also, don't forget, we are going to be dropping our All-Stars 5 um, impressions. So, Helen. So, if you're listening, Helen, Tim, we are going to be dropping something next week, our impressions and our thoughts on the All-Stars 5. So, keep a look out for that. Helen is also my gorgeous sister, and she has said she is going to start listening to She has not listened to our podcast. She said she's going to try. Well, she's she said that since our first podcast. It's not happening. She's not the most technologically savvy. Right. Anyway, that is us for the week. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Please rate. Please review. Please tell a friend. Get us out there. Thank you very much. 
much. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.